This is The Ghost Light, the weekly interview podcast that shines the spotlight on theater professionals that don't see it as often as the stars. At 21, I was a young performance artist and around I'd run with art school dudes and we would spend our day Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the 16th episode of The Ghost Light. A few announcements before we get into this week's episode. I just want to remind you to please leave an Apple podcast review if you have any time. It takes about five minutes if you don't have an account, but I'm sure pretty much everyone can pull out that one that they used in junior high and forgot about. In addition to that, if you've been listening for a while and you haven't hit the subscribe button on the platform that you're using, please do that. Subscription numbers are the thing that actually get podcast exposure. Whatever algorithms those platforms use, they boost you in the rankings, so that would really, really help me out. If this is your first time listening, I would encourage you to go ahead and go back through the backlog. I've met with some very inspirational people with great stories, so I would hate for you to miss those. All you have to do is just go ahead and go back and download all of the old episodes and give those a listen. Most of the episodes are sub 30 minutes, so it won't even take you very long to do it. You could probably even knock them out in one day while you're cleaning your home or your apartment or whatever. That's pretty much all I have in terms of announcements, so I'll go ahead and intro this week's episode. This week, I am meeting with Taylor Quick. She is a musical theater performer. She went to school with me at TCU, and she hit it pretty big out of the gate here in New York City. As you'll hear in the interview, she moved here not too long ago and was able to land the starring role in Thoroughly Modern Millie at Goodspeed Theater in Connecticut. Goodspeed is a very well-respected theater in the Northeast, and I'm sure most of you have heard of it. She had a great time there, and she wanted to tell me all about it. So without further ado, please enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everyone. I have Taylor Quick with me today in studio. She was graceful enough to come down from Manhattan to Queens. Thank you so much, Taylor. Of course. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> of course. Uh, Taylor is a musical theater actress. We went to school together. She's from Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And most recently, she was actually at good speed as Millie in Thoroughly Modern Millie, which is a major accomplishment. And I'm so happy for you. Oh, thank you. Wish we could have seen it, but good speed's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so it it's is. hard to get to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but a great theater. So that's really what I know about you. Why don't you go ahead and just kind of talk us through how you got into the theater and your background? Yeah. So um, my mom um, was a dancer even when she was pregnant with me. And my mom's sister um, was on Broadway, um, and she was also Miss Arkansas, and she was on soap operas. So I kind of grew up with both of their influences, and both of my sisters were dancers. So um, I was in the dance studio at about age two. <laughs> um, so after about, well, I trained mainly in ballet, but um, all different types of dance, until I was about, um, heavily, 14. 
um, when I was about 14, I went to the Joffrey Ballet School here, and I stayed in, in the city, in New York City, for a month studying with Joffrey Ballet. Um, and at the time, I really wanted to be a, a ballerina, um, which is so, so funny <laughs> to think about that. Um, but at the time, right after I finished Joffrey Ballet School, I did... Um, a musical theater summer intensive at the Arkansas Repertory Theater, which is an am- is an amazing Lort theater um, back in Arkansas in, in my hometown. Um, and that's when I kind of fell in love with singing um, and acting too. And then I kind of discovered that I could do all three. You know, musical theater encompasses all three of those things. So I said, I think I want to do this, but I still, you know, kept up my, my ballet training. Um, and I'm so thankful I have that dance training, but I've, yeah, just been chugging along ever since. I never really, I did swim team, (laughs) Um, but I never, most people did sports, but you're a little bit different. I never did soccer. I never did, um, like softball or t-ball or, um, I never did any of that because I think I think my parents just knew. Um, I was always singing, you know, with my aunt all the time. Um, and I think around when I was three, my parents took me to see Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first musical I ever saw. And they said I didn't move. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't flinch, which was, yeah, which was very... Um, uh, very different for a three-year-old, you know, not to squirm or anything Mm -hmm. so they were like she seems to like this and then I continued dancing but I continued you know listening to musicals we had um Les Mis in our car we had Phantom just because my parents liked it and also James Taylor so Mm -hmm. I you know I just grew up always listening to it yeah exactly so and now here I am yeah yeah so you kind of brought in the acting and singing component late as opposed to you started dancing pretty early. Yes. So yeah. did, did you do any kind of voice or acting training before? Or? Yeah, I did. So um, I, I mean, I started, I was singing when I was nine and I took lessons, but you know, I don't think your voice fully can really grasp the sense of training it classically until you've passed puberty Mm -hmm. i mean of course there are children on broadway that are amazing but to really start heavily training in it um i didn't do that until i was about 13 um i mean i studied with a voice teacher when i was about eight or nine and then um once i was 13 or 14 i started training classically operatically with a teacher and she didn't let anyone study with her until they had passed through puberty (laughs) so um it was like a rite of passage and she was so scary but i learned so much from her (laughs) and then i of course i trained um at tcu with angela turner wilson and she kind of changed the way my sound honestly um and as far as acting, you know, I really didn't get heavy acting training until TCU, and I'm so grateful for all of my professors there because I had never really had um, any acting classes. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Arkansas Repertory Theater, we did um, more musical reviews for the summer intensives because they wanted everybody to have a fair shot. You know, if you do a musical, you have leads and ensemble, and yeah. they didn't want um, distribute the parts more. Yeah, yeah. They wanted everybody to have a fair share of uh, time on the stage, so that's why they did musical reviews, which I loved. And Nicole Capri, who was um, the director of the program at at that time, really, she really um, kind of 
helped me grow my love for musical theater because I didn't know I could do it. But she said when I came in when I was about 12 or 13, she was like, I knew immediately mm-hmm. when you entered the room, which I didn't. So, <laughs> um, Sometimes my, people see things in you that you don't see in yourself. Yeah, right? <laughs> which is, it was really neat. Um, and I did that program for many years. So that really um, also fed my drive for musical theater. But yeah, we um, we performed monologues, but we didn't really perform any scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I did. I was lucky enough my senior year of high school to get cast in one, the Equity Christmas show at the Rep, A Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And um, the main stage productions of the Rep are amazing. They bring in... Um, actors from New York and they're really hard to get into so I was really grateful I um, was cast in that and that kind of that helped me with college auditions too um, because a lot of those professional actors and actresses in that show helped me um, with my auditions and everything Um, and then other than I did a couple of musicals at at my school but acting really I kind of got my feet or my whole body you know in the pool <laughs> yeah. at TCU. Okay. Yeah. Was there ever a moment, be, because you said you started early, was there ever a moment where you thought, maybe I would like to do something else or this isn't for me? Or were you gung-ho kind of 100% the whole time? You know, to be honest, this sounds, I'm kind of embarrassed about this, but I no, I think I knew the whole time I wanted yeah. to do it because I didn't think I was good at anything else. <laughs> um, like, I had no hand-eye coordination. There mm-hmm. was, you know, I wasn't going to go play for the Patriots. No, I'm just kidding. But um, (laughs) yeah, I think it was always just in me um, because I had been surrounded with it. Mm -hmm. And certainly my family never pressured me to do any, like specifically that. Um, If I wanted to go into, you know, pre-med and college, they would have said, yeah, go do that. Mm -hmm. Which I'm really grateful for my family um, because I I know not everybody has that. You know, some people might say, I want to go to major in theater and their parents were like what no 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 you need to make money (laughs) um if i hadn't done i mean there's plenty of things i would have loved to do you know Mm -hmm. but i'm so grateful that i did get to pursue my number one love um yeah of course there's another side of my brain that thinks oh i would have loved to go to an ivy league college but i don't know (laughs) (laughs) you know that's just another shoot for the stars yeah that's just another side i don't know yeah well, this is kind of a TMZ question, Please. but um, your hair is kind of a defining <laughs> feature of you. And I think that most people would say that, and you yeah. probably recognize that as well. Oh, you well this, if you've never seen Taylor, she has very long red hair. So is that something you've been like growing forever? Do you feel like it's a divine, like defining part of your persona? Or? You know, I don't think about it often because it's just always been on my head. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, you know, people bring it up a lot, but I, when I was little, it was a lot actually more red and actually very, very curly. Um, and it still is pretty curly, but, um, yeah, it's just always been long. I mean, it's been long since I was about six. Mm -hmm. I've, um, and it's so funny because when I was about two, I was bald. Like my hair didn't start growing (laughs) until I was three. Um, but somehow my mom, even before I was born, she knew that I was going to have red hair because my dad did yeah. um, when he was younger. I mean, my grandpa, my mom kind of had strawberry blonde hair, so they kind of knew. Um, and my dad, I he's bald now, but he used to have <laughs> a lot of hair. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, people, my mom said when she would take me to the grocery store when I was about three, people would 
stop and mm-hmm. be like, her hair, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I got the same thing, so I know what yes, you're Yes, you have yeah. lovely red <laughs> curls too. Um, but yeah, it's just always been a part of me. I don't, so you know, sometimes I forget about it. And often, mm-hmm. to tell you the truth, in the summer, it is on top of my head mm-hmm. because it is so hot yeah. that I... Like I don't have time for it. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> but in the winter, it's a nice, it's a nice blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a scarf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but the main reason I asked that is because I feel like a lot of more females than males yeah. are hesitant to cut their hair or style it in bold ways. So, do you feel like it helps you at all, or does it kind of hold you back, or are you kind of indifferent about that? Oh, I'm kind of indifferent as far as you know the theater world. Um, I try not to let it get in my way. You know, mm-hmm. when I enter a room, I'm about to let's let's say like do a scene or do a song. I'm fully engrossed in that character. Yeah. But there have been roles before that I've gone in for. You know, I've thought, oh, the that girl actually has a red wig for that show, or so it's helped me in some ways. But you know, if I, <laughs> I would never audition for Fun Home, well, yeah, first, yeah. you know, I would never be in that show because that that's not my type. But yeah, um, for people that have like shorter hair that's perfect so i guess um for some things it would help me and for some things it wouldn't you know Mm -hmm. yeah so i'd like to move into your most recent role at good speed and i actually read a very great article about you that likened you to millie in a lot of ways so some people might not know about the show can you kind of just give a brief description of what the show is about for sure yeah thoroughly modern millie um is a little snapshot of what like life was like Um, in the 20s, the carefree age of the 20s. And it's centered around a character named Millie Dillmount. And she's from Salina, Kansas. And she has just made her big move in New York City to become um, a a secretary. And she has her eyes on, or to marry um, a boss. Mm -hmm. She's like, wants to find that love immediately. But she she doesn't do that right away. She um, faces some struggles. um, But she is a energetic, optimistic, amazing female protagonist, which we don't always see. Mm-hmm. Um, and the characters are also rich in the show, but that's pretty much what the story encompasses. Mm-hmm. And, and this article said that you're a lot like her because similarly you came, Fort Worth is in a small town, Little right. Rock's not a small town. So, But you came from a smaller town to New York and yes. kind of had... All, pretty much an immediate success in terms of the show you were able to land and the well, role you were you. able to land. So do you see a lot of parallels between you and Millie? And, and what are those? I do. And, you know, I, I kind of discovered that in the in the audition process. Um, the director, actually, in our first few weeks of rehearsals, the, our director and choreographer, um, Dennis Jones, he stopped me and he was like, Taylor, you are a real-life Millie. And then before <laughs> I knew it, the these articles kept coming out about <laughs> they cast a really Millie. Yeah. Um, and actually, short story short, Harry Parker, our mm. lovely head of the musical theater program at back at TCU, he came and he told me um, that he was sitting next to a lady um, that said, uh, he. she leaned over to Harry and said, did you hear she's fresh out of acting school? And <laughs> Harry was like, yeah, but Harry didn't say that, you know, yeah, he taught yeah. me in school, but it was just so funny. So I think there are rumors circulating that like I had never acted before and I just came to. Yeah. The, That's interesting. You know, but um but yeah, there's a lot of similarities because we're both from um I mean, Kansas is more the Midwest, Arkansas is more the South, but um mm-hmm. yeah, Salina and 
are Little Rock are more small towns as people would view them. They're not really, but yeah, yeah. Little Rock, I mean, it's the capital. It's the, the of Arkansas. Um, but yeah, I came to New York mm-hmm. with a certain drive and an optimism that I was hopefully gonna, you know, pursue what I love no matter what it took, you know, no matter if it was at good speed or if it was a cabaret somewhere, <laughs> you know, um, as long as I could do what I love mm-hmm. on any level, I was going to be happy. Um, but I did, I hit the pavement pretty hard. Um, I moved about, about a year ago actually. And I, I remember I would take my, <laughs> I had a little carry-on suitcase because um, I, I was non-ec at the time, EMC, and I would just pack everything in a bag and hit as many auditions as I could in one day mm-hmm. because I figured if there was one thing I was going to do is put myself out there. And the more I auditioned, the more I learned about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and during Millie, you know, getting to do that perform that character, I realized I'm a lot like her because Millie shows up in the city guns blazing mm-hmm. just a hustler. yeah she's a hustler and you know she's ready to find that love and she um she doesn't really let anything in her way you know she learns a lot of things about herself um but she's so optimistic and energetic mm-hmm. and a lot of things don't really get her down and i think we do have that in common yeah yeah so i definitely like to some point later come back to what it was like auditioning in new york so quickly out of high school but or not high school college but um more about good speed before we get there good speed's been around for decades Mm -hmm. now it's a very reputable theater so what was it like performing there oh my god how much did you learn you know what kinds of people did you meet i literally i have nothing but good things to say about Goodspeed, I would tell, I would send anyone there. Um, it was like Disneyland. It's in this tiny town called East Haddam in Connecticut, and it's on the Connecticut River. The, it's this giant opera house, but actually it's only 400 seats. So it's a it's a, a smaller theater, and it's very intimate. Um, but the Goodspeed Opera House, you pass over the the swing bridge, and you you see this beautiful, you know, old opera house, and it's just amazing. But um, everyone there was welcoming and every, everyone there was kind. Um, our housing was amazing. They housed us there. Um, I mean, it was just incredible. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I say that it was like Disneyland because, I mean, it was just kind of perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to sound cliche, but like I still wake up sometimes and I'm like, did that, did that happen? <laughs> I don't know if it did. Um, yeah, everyone treated us so well. And, that, you know, this town is so small, so you'll go to the little coffee shop and um, – all the waitresses there have seen the show and you know they've just grown up with um goodspeed being right there because goodspeed kind of is the town people will come in from new york and the surrounding areas to come see shows there um we had a lot of people come from new york which was so cool um but yeah it's kind of its own little quaint i don't even think quaint is the right word but it's just just beautiful town mm-hmm. That's but it was amazing hear. i'm glad you had a great time so how long were you in NYC before landing Millie? Was it, it was like half a year, right? Or- so I, no, actually, I think it was, I guess it was, was a, uh, three months, maybe? Three months. Okay. It's kind of confusing because I came in August mm-hmm. and I um, stayed in my friend's apartment for about, 
I think three weeks. And then I went back to Texas to do Jesus Christ Superstar. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back, which was actually around this time, it was in September last year, I got my first apartment for a year. Um, and then I think I started auditioning. The beginning of the Goodspeed audition process was November, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then it ended in December. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then you came back. She went somewhere yes. else, right? Did you go somewhere else before? Yes. You came back? So okay. when I, I was, when I found out about Millie, actually, I wasn't in New York. Um, I left to go home for Christmas at the beginning of middle of December, mm-hmm. and then I stayed home because I did Sister Act at the Arkansas Repertory Theater, and that was January and February, and it finished at the end of February, and then I came back to New York for, oh gosh like two or three weeks Mm -hmm. because good. So I left to go to good speed March 20th. And then I was there until July. Yeah. So it's so funny. I say that I've been here for a year. Um, been in and out, but I think fully I was so one, one, two, like three or four months. Mm -hmm. It's longer now because I've been here um, after July, but yeah. So three or three or four months. Yeah. So, that's a quick turnaround, obviously, coming in here, three months, getting the Goodspeed show. So do you feel like it was just right audition, right time? Or are there things that you feel like you did to prepare yourself to be in, in that room in that moment? I think it was a mix of both. Um, you know, success is preparation meets the right time. Um, I had gone to the Nonek the non-neck open call i just wanted to get seen by dennis because um dennis our dennis jones our director and choreographer he he directs everywhere he's done some shows on broadway um he's worked at the muni he was actually nominated for a tony during millie for his choreography in holiday inn um so i just wanted to get seen by him um and i went in danced and then actually what was so funny they made a cut um and I was asked to stay, but I couldn't stay because I had a callback for something else. Mm. And I told the monitor, I was like, well, they asked me to stay, but I have to go. And they were like, it's okay. They have your resume and your agent's info. I said, okay. Um, but I remember that they was, you know, the dance was hard. Mm-hmm. It was fast, but it was really fun. Um, but I, I'd always listened to the music. I'd grown up, I had done dances to forget about the boy, you know, so I was familiar with it. And that's why I I auditioned because not many theaters recently have done Millie. Um, So I just thought it'd be fun to audition for, you know. I was kind of at that time, I was just auditioning for for anything. Mm -hmm. So I definitely did not think I was even going to get cast, pass, make it fast, pass the first round. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a total, completely surprise to me. so I made it past the first round, and then I think they brought me in. I went into the ECC singer because I wanted to sing for them. And then they brought me into, I think the next step was the invited call, the invited dance call. And I showed up, and I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> because it was all of these amazing dancers from Holiday Inn that Dennis had just did. And they were a lot of them actually ended up being in the show, and they were amazing Mm-hmm. amazing performers, amazing tappers. And I remember they were teaching the combination. I was like, I, should I leave now? <laughs> I mean, it was, it was wild, but it was so fun because 
the energy in that room was just palpable, you know, um, and just to get to be surrounded by um, these people that I had seen perform on Broadway was so, it was so cool to me because I was, you know, I was new to it. I had never, I think that was one of like my, it was like my second or third invited dance call. Um, and then after that, I was invited to the final day of ensemble auditions and we all watched each other because it was just the dance and um everyone was good mm-hmm. everyone and dennis came um into the room after everything and he said you know i don't know what i'm gonna do because you're all really good he's like <laughs> i don't know i mean no one messed up except for me probably <laughs> um give yourself more credit no obviously. i it's just so funny to think about because i just had no idea what was going on um but it was so fun. And then after we finished the dance, um, he put us into groups to read some ensemble scenes. Um, and then we were all way, and then we sang. They sang all of us, like we had to sing two songs. So it was a full day. I mean, it was all day. And then all of a sudden, I'm in the hallway. We're sitting and waiting. And the casting director comes out and he hands me these scenes for Millie. And I think I just like looked at him and blinked because. <laughs> A, I thought they had already cast the leads. B, I thought they'd be Broadway veterans. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to be a tree on stage. Like I just wanted to. <laughs> I didn't even. I wasn't even trying to be cast. I was just trying to like, you know, become familiar with like Dennis and and this team and um, learn something about myself from auditioning. If I had walked away that day learning one thing about knew about myself then my goal was complete my my goal initially was not to be cast i just wanted to learn something about myself um and he said you know i know you didn't prepare these but could you just come in the room and read two sings and do you know the song jimmy and thankfully like i kind of knew it um because i grew up listening to it um so i did that and then i went out in the hall and everybody else was gone Mm -hmm. and then they moved me into another room and this whole time there was about seven people watching me in the room. Um, so that was a new thing, you know? Um, and I did it again. And then I left that day and I was like, what just happened? And then my agent called me and he said, they feel bad about putting you on the spot. So will you go back? Um, I think it was next week. So I actually had time to prepare. And I went in and I, on that day and I read with some jimmies. Um, and that was it. And I think it was about a week later. Um, I remember thinking, you know, I, I don't think I, I don't think I got it mm-hmm. because well, I mean, why would they pick me when they could pick a Broadway star, you know? Um, and there was some other, all the people that were there reading on the final day with me had all been on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just so grateful to, to be there. You know, I was like, well, you know, if anything like Dennis knows my name, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> um, so it was just crazy. Um, and a week later, my agents called and they were like, <laughs> they said, hey, Taylor, do you know who the original Millie was on Broadway? And I was like, well, yeah, I was, I mean, it was Sutton Foster. I love her. Mm-hmm. And they were like, and guess who's going to be the next Millie? And then the whole <laughs> office started playing the Millie theme song and I just cried. That's awesome. That's a really cool way to do it. I just bawled. I, yeah. I hadn't heard that story. That's really cool. It's just crazy. Yeah. So it was, it was a pretty long process. It was like two or three weeks. Yeah, you know what? I think the whole thing, at least two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So it looks like you you took like a really concerted effort in terms of what you were auditioning for. Because you said you auditioned for a lot of stuff. But also you kind of found somebody 
that you wanted to work with and said, I'm going to get in front of them no matter what. Yeah. Do you recommend doing both? Like, do you recommend yes. doing your research, finding somebody you want to audition for and going for it? Definitely. Um, you know, when you're new to the city, I always suggest audition for as many things as you can because you never know what person's going to say, oh, you know, you're not right for this, but maybe you're right for something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely do your research, you know, know who the casting director and the director and the music director is because you don't know who you have six degrees of separation with, mm-hmm. what they're doing next. You know, you could not be right for that role or they, they could ask you to do something else, but always know who you're auditioning for because it's always, it always, it's never going to hurt you. It's always going to help you. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. So what is the next step for Taylor? You're just are you hanging out in the city and auditioning or yes. great? I just moved apartments, which was an event. <laughs> um because moving is just in New York. Yes. It's, it's difficult. It's a um it's an event. Mm-hmm. That's what I will say. Um but we made the most of it and it wasn't too bad because we moved across the street actually. Mm-hmm. So we did that. Um and I've just been auditioning. Um I reached out I actually yesterday I um found out I got a show, but oh. I haven't signed the contract yet, so I can't <laughs> Well, congrats Thanks. on whatever you got. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I I guess the rules are I can't say anything. But. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to give anything away, you know? Yeah. So I've been asking every performer this at the end of the show and, and most other people as well. What is a dream role for Taylor? Oh gosh. <laughs> Matt, there's so many. I know. Um my answer changes a lot. Oh my gosh. Um recently, I think it's been Nellie in South Pacific. Okay. Because she's from Little Rock. Mm. And I'm from Little Rock. Yeah. And I love the music. Rogers and Hammerstein <laughs> just gets me. I just love it. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe not right now, but maybe sometime later I'll get to do that, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it'd be really fun. Um, and I love South Pacific. Yeah. I grew up watching the movie. Yeah. Um, Lots of great dancing. Yes, it's just singing. so fun. And you get to yeah. prance around in a swimsuit. So. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I love doing that. <laughs> I love doing that. All right, so I want to thank you again for coming. Do you have any sort of social media you want to plug just in case anybody wants to follow you? Sure, why not? Um, <laughs> my Instagram, I'm laughing right now. My Instagram is Taylor L. Quick, mm-hmm. all lowercase. <laughs> in my Twitter, I mean, my Twitter, I basically tweet about like food and puppies, but um, that's great. My, my Twitter is the same thing. Okay. Awesome. Well, yeah. if you want to find Taylor, you can find her there. Um, I'm sure you'll get like 500 people following no. you after oh, this. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thank you again for coming and uh, good luck or break a leg in all your future auditions. Thank you so much for asking me to be on the show. I want to thank each and every one of you again for listening. It really does mean a lot to me. I hope you learned a lot from Taylor. She's a very vibrant personality and has a lot of things to say. And I had a lot of fun chatting with her. Next week, I chat with Kaysen Day. Kaysen is also a musical theater performer, but he's also a composer and lives here in New York City. He recently attended AMDA, so I wanted to get his perspective on what it's like going through a conservatory. Conservatories are pretty foreign to me. I know that you go there and you don't take any other kinds of core classes. You just study what you're there to do. So I thought that Kaysen had a lot of insightful things to say about that experience. So I hope you tune in next week. If you like the music you heard on today's show, the opening song is from a band called Fishboy. I will link them in the show notes. And the outro song is from a band called Komiku. 
and you can also find them in the show notes. Thanks once again for tuning into this week's episode, and I'll see you next time at the Ghost Light. Thank you.